This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Amazing week here in Mid-Missouri. Big news this week, of course, tax cuts coming to your paycheck. Governor Mike Parson going to be joining us shortly here to talk about it. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. I am Brandon Rathert. I want to introduce you to my friend, Stephanie Bell. Good morning. Highlight of this weekend, you think? This weekend? Yeah. I'm going to Vegas. <laughs> I'm going to Barnhart. Okay. <laughs> How about you, Marsh? Pumpkin Fest. <laughs> uh, Howsworth, what's going to be the highlight of your weekend? What is, oh, I'll tell you the other thing I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward uh, tomorrow, 4 o'clock, Courthouse Pavilion, Corey Bush. You won't, I've asked her, come on the show. She's doing an abortion tour. <sighs> yeah, and uh, I've, I've actually reached out to him to find, I wasn't sure of the time in the press release, and they just said it's this sometime between um, t- you know tomorrow and Monday. I just didn't see a time. So, But I, I, think, I think it'd be good if she came on the show. Uh, I doubt that she will. I can't get Trudy Bush Valentine. She, I, why? What happened? Why won't Trudy Bush Valentine come on our show? Why won't Corey Bush come on our show? She's coming to town. We're more than happy uh, to invite here, invite her here on the show. And I want to say, give her a, uh, a platform. That event is tomorrow. Saturday starts at four o'clock. Uh, courthouse area. Congresswoman Corey Bush in town. They're they're. Doing a tour, I kid you not, and I don't want to cover this too deeply on a Feel Good Friday. Uh, abortion. It's like Van Halen or the Rolling Stones going on tour, except it's politicians going on tour uh, for uh, abortion. Blows me away. Big week here. Tax cuts. Governor Mike Parson. This is impactful stuff, and let me tell you why this is real and tangible. You are going to see a change in your paycheck because of what our legislature did this week and because of what our governor did this week. Uh, and we'll get to that. But first, following the big news yesterday by Biden announcing pardon for all federal simple marijuana possession convictions. And I'm, I happen to be OK with that. Then apparently urging state leaders, hey, and you all should do the same. So, Governor, I want to ask you this. Did Joe call you up yesterday and say, yo, Mike, how about, how about, how about you release uh, state marijuana uh, offenders? And can you do it by November the 8th? Did that phone call take place? Brandon, I had my phone with me all day yesterday, and my office phone's <laughs> on standby, and I never received that call. Okay. I just want to be up front with you this morning. All right. Never got it. Just never checking. Got it. Hey, and before we move forward, you know the gig here on a Feel yeah. Good Friday, and we are incredibly grateful yeah. that you wanted to join us on a Friday. What are you feeling? What's making you smile today, Governor? What are you feeling good about? You know what? what I'm actually at home today in, in my hometown. Uh, going to be on the farm a little bit today. But I was just sitting here. You just mentioned it. I thought, man, what a beautiful morning. Uh, and what a great week we had at the legislative session and, and in Jeff City. But I thank myself just how blessed I am to have all the things around me, getting to go see my granddaughter and all the things we take for granted every day. Man, I think sometimes we just need to sit back and just figure out how thankful we are for just who we are at this time in our lives. So walk us through that special session a little bit. I mean, you made the call, but given, you know, what we know about how the last legislative session went, it wasn't necessarily going to be a slam dunk. And, you know, so you have to be feeling good about how that went. Can you kind of walk us through the stages of special session? Yeah, I I think the big thing about it is we were just in front of that thing for months. Uh, You know, we talked to individual legislators, senators, Democrats, Republicans, just saying, uh, making our case for why we thought this was so important, why we could afford to do it, 
and why we had a once-in-a-lifetime chance to do this for the people of Missouri. And I think all the groundwork we did, we were prepared for all the naysayers and all the people that wanted to come up with reasons why it wouldn't work. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, because of what we did over the last several years, kind of a balanced approach, keeping businesses going, keeping people in the workforce, you know, we're getting a benefit from that. But we owe that to the people. And to give that back, we, we just it was just really a special week for me, I guess, as governor and for all the people in Missouri, just to be able to really give money back to people, put more money in everyday people's pocket, just drawing a check. And, man, we, that, that's the kind of stuff we should be doing. Right. So a lot of hard work, a lot of time spent into that. You know, for months I was doing everything else I got to do. I met with people and realized as governor sometimes I need to probably make sure that the legislators understand why I'm doing it what the reasons are, and just open that line of communications a little better. Governor Mike Parson joining us this morning here on uh, Wake Up Mid-Missouri on 93.9 The Eagle and News Radio 104.5 KWOS AM 950. Governor, you make uh, no bones about being a third-generation farmer, longtime cattleman and all. I think a lot of people, when they heard the debate at the Capitol about the, well, you wanted the extension of the uh, tax credits for farmers and all, they didn't pick up on that because this is kind of a thing, especially with the new processing plant going in over near Wright City. This would be money potentially people could save when they go to the grocery store. You know, anytime if we didn't learn anything else over the last several years, you just got to understand how important it is we depend on ourselves. So when we talk about processing plants, when we talk about row crops, when we talk about forest products, all the things that we just, is such big business in Missouri, we've got to make sure we take care of those businesses. And, and what, the reason I vetoed that bill, which is very difficult for me, an ag guy to veto an ag bill originally, but it got caught up in the political arena the last part of the session. But the bottom line is agriculture businesses shouldn't be treated any different than any other business in the state of Missouri. And it was. And, you know, sometimes uh, a deal is not a good deal. Uh, Sometimes deals are bad deals. And unfortunately, it was a bad deal and we had to fix it. And thank goodness we did. Again, trying to get out there and make our case uh, why that was important. But it was a good day for, for consumers just as well as it was agriculture because no matter what the cost is on those farms and what we do every day on those farms, but at the end, the result is somebody's going to buy that in a grocery store. And so the, the better we can do our job, the better we can make the prices at the grocery store. Governor, thank you for your time this week when I went out to cover the uh, the education uh, conference and you were able to give me a few minutes as you were you had a busy schedule that day and I know you had to get to Eugene, but I appreciate it. You were able to talk to me about special session and also education. I went yesterday to the Pork Association and Chris Chin presented the proclamation on behalf of you for Pork Month to the pork producers and they talked a lot about the, the tax credits, the importance of those for the, for, the, uh, for the agricultural groups. But one thing both Don Nicodem, Governor, and Don Nicodem, of course, Missouri Pork Association and Director Chin talked about were some of the challenges agriculture continues to face. They talked about the drought. But one thing specifically they talked about as well is labor shortages are continuing. And even Chris Chin said it's difficult to find employees at her department in MDA. Mr. Nicodem talked about that as well in some of the pork facilities, although they're doing the best they can. What, what can be done to alleviate those challenges of finding workers at, let's say, your department, MDA, or Don's, Don's pork plants or some of the other facilities? facilities across the state governor 
Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of what you said. You got to wrap education into the agriculture and the farming and make sure that people know what the job markets are. We got to get more high school kids in tune to going into the workforce as soon as they get out of high school. Uh, we either got to get them trained or we got to get them into a, a community college or we just got to get them right into the workforce and put them out there. And we got to make sure they know that's okay. Not everybody's going to go to a four-year college, and they might as well know that up front whether they're going to be doing that or not. I think that's one thing. The other thing, we have the lowest unemployment rate in our 50-year history of tracking unemployment in our state at 2.5. Now, that's something we like to kind of brag about because the economy's doing so well. But the truth is we still got over 100,000 jobs out there we can't fill. So part of it, we got to get people back off the government side of the rolls, and we got to get them back in the workforce. And when this emergency declaration of the federal government runs out, uh, you're going to see a lot of people go back in the workforce, uh, a very large number. So we need to get there first. They've still got that in place, so that kind of hampers us from you know taking away benefits from people that probably don't need to be on there. And, and Brian, let me be clear when I say that, because, sure. you know, that... that gets everybody riled up on the other side you know the truth of the matter is anybody that needs help i want to help them i really do but i'm not interested in helping people it's just taking advantage of the system every day that, that's that's not who i am and governor parson hanging out with us on wake up uh, mid this morning so we've got a big weekend here in mid missouri with the hartsburg pumpkin festival coming up but you have a big event there at the mansion later this month right yeah, the fall festival's coming up, man. That's a that's a fun time for the kids and the families, and uh, that that that's a make you feel good event. Uh, that's kind of first lady's uh, kind of took that under her umbrella a little bit. I just get to show up like everybody else. Uh, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> it's the good polite husband. Yes, dear, I'll go and decorate the hay bales. I'll do yeah, this. Yeah, I'll. Uh, yep. I'll there you that. go. You you got it pegged right there. But you know that's a fun event. We want everybody to come out to that. Hopefully you guys can give a little shout-out on that a couple of times in the month and, yes. and come up there. Or maybe you guys want to come up there and do a live show, man. How cool would that be? Oh, yeah. Awesome. We'll uh, do it. We'll crash the night before. Uh, we'll drink some root beers, yeah. watch some Netflix, and we'll get up and we'll do our show from your from the front yard of the yeah. governor's mansion with you and your wife. I know you're busy, and I do want to let you know we are uh, we're, we're incredibly grateful for your time, your constituents here, grateful for your time. And when we celebrate, this is a success for Missourians. If you have a job yeah. and you're getting a paycheck, this is a tangible, real-life success. It's been accomplished by our legislature uh, and the uh, the governor. What are you going to do? The, what's, what are you looking forward to doing this weekend with, uh, with the granddaughter down on the farm? Yeah. Well, you know, first of all, I've already stopped to get a balloon this morning, so I'm going out to give that to her this morning. And uh, I'm a big spender, so... She gets a, a uh, happy meal from McDonald's this morning, or a breakfast meal, or something uh, that I, that I go bring her. So, uh, and then we'll get to drive around on the farm and stuff, you know, and just just hang out, you know, have fun, man. And she's I three years old, and uh, yeah, she's, I, she's a blast. I should have asked you as we started, and then we'll move uh, forward. Are, are you wearing? And I'm not. This is not to make fun, but I know you do. Oftentimes, when you're on your uh, farm, are you wearing like a John Deere cap and overalls right now? <laughs> I've got a Carhartt sweatshirt on. I got a Missouri cap on, and I'm not going to go any further than that. That's all you need to know. Right I mean. Governor Parson, nice, cool morning on his farm in southern Missouri. Thank you so much for your time. And as always, if there's something you want to add here to benefit, uh, to be of service to the folks at Mid-Missouri, feel free to say it. And if there's anything we can do for you, as always, let us know here at the radio station, okay? 
Uh, I always appreciate you guys. It's a great morning out there, a great day. So just make people feel good uh, today. That uh, We ought to be proud we live here in our state. It's a great state. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. 825, time for the morning Bell business news. little twist that only Stephanie Bell can, uh, can give you. I know it's a feel-good Friday, but... We have failed today. We'll just be honest with you. Uh, we haven't done the best, but we got to still give you the news, and we'll see if we can find a positive spin here. So the jobs numbers are in, and actually the economists got it right. And I feel like lately our economists have been more like weather people. We're, <laughs> we're like That's besides your idea of, you know, the NFL players do mic'd up. Stephanie has this brilliant idea, mic up beauty pageant contestants. I think they'd be far more entertaining. Right. Uh, and then this other idea, yeah, like we see Jessica on ABC 17 at night doing the weather, have these economists, and they come on every night, and they wear their nice suit, and they have this green screen behind them. And you'll see by tomorrow when we expect new job numbers. Now, here's the cost for some bacon and cans of progressive soup, and you can see what they've done since January the 20th. I love that idea. But like weather people, they've just been like really off. And, you know, they keep their jobs, but, like, you know, they could, they just haven't really been really right lately. It's kind of hard to predict stuff. It's like we sit here and try to pretend like we're, we're going to predict elections. We don't know anything. Yeah, that, so weather people, economists, and pollsters are all in the same bucket. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, so the jobs numbers are in. Uh, the job growth has slowed. Um, they're saying 263,000 jobs added, which actually was right on their estimate, essentially, of 250,000 jobs. But it's really the slowest uh, month since April of 2021. Look at this graph. So we've got, there were months where we added 700,000 but we're way, I mean, it's one of the lowest since January 2021. So not not a great month. And, you know, with inflation where it is, with the Fed hiking the rate, like it's just all signs are pointing to not good news. It's the economy, stupid. Uh, last night, Boone County, uh, the annual GOP, Boone County GOP annual chili supper was great. Whole uh, collection of uh, some local candidates, including... Um, people like, uh, like, uh, see John Martin, who's running for the 47th, uh, house seat in Missouri, currently held by, um, Chuck Basie, Jim Musgraves. He's running for the seat that Sarah currently holds. Just really, uh, some neat things. James Musgraves said something really cool and kind of, was, we were one of the things we were talking about last night is responsibility. And Jim Musgraves said something to the effect, we need to teach kids. We shouldn't just be crammed. And I'm going to get it wrong, but something to the effect, don't cram knowledge down kids' throats. Teach them how uh, to learn. And Shimon Jones, she's running for Boone County Recorder of Deeds. And this is an office that you really shouldn't just dismiss. Well, it's Recorder of Deeds, non-political, a little bit. Uh, but she's got a unique story. Number one, she is a black conservative in Columbia, Missouri. And she went to two different, in the same day, I think it was a Hallsville Police Department Saturday. I can't remember if that was, she went to a police department, did like some fundraising stuff or something with police officers. Before that, she was at a rap festival kind of campaigning down there. And I'll tell you one of the things. So when people, you know, being a black Republican, especially if you're in Columbia City limits, what happens there is, you know, it's not supposed to be. And I asked her, I'm like, well, what kind of reaction? This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Taxes. I worry about it all year long because other countries, the government will tell you what you owe and then you just have to pay it. Here, the government's like, okay, what do you think you owe us? (laughs) 
I have no idea. Just tell me. <laughs> nope, you gotta add it up. <laughs> and then give it. <laughs> well, I'm really unorganized. What happens if I add it up wrong? You could go to jail. Oh, That's terrifying. Please, I'll pay you whatever you want. Just tell me. Nope. Guess. <laughs> Joe uh, Zimmerman. Uh, comedian Joe Zimmerman. Uh, Zimmerman. Here on Feel Good Friday on Wake Up Mid-Missouri, Stephanie Bell is here. Good morning. Brian Houseworth is here. It's good to see you. John Marsh is here. Here, sir. Brandon Rathert, uh, present. Hannah, back on uh, Monday. And quit talking about yourself in the third person, Rathert. It's bad. <laughs> Nobody likes it, Rathert, when you talk about yourself in the third person. Uh, we're getting ready to do winners and losers of the week. Quick phone call from Jim first, 874-9390. Welcome into Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Jim, what's on your mind? Well, you guys are talking about Trudy Bush Valentine not wanting to do interviews. Might be an opportunity here. I just saw her tour bus on High Street. It just pulled in and parked. Ooh. Really? They're doing Ooh. that ab abortion tour. Uh, I'm not. Well, I'm, uh, it's it's not an abortion bus. It's her bus. You know, uh, uh, nobody senator but yours. What's that? <laughs> it didn't look like an abortion bus. <laughs> so they are doing this tour, by the way. So Trudy Bush Valentine, Jim, tell us right now, Trudy Bush Valentine, where at in Jefferson? You said on High Street. Yes, sir. All right. Okay, if you're on High Street and she's close, give us a call. Put her on the phone. <laughs> Jim, we've reached out to her twice. She won't come on the show. Reached out to Corey Bush. Corey Bush in Columbia tomorrow promoting abortions at the courthouse downtown Columbia. Uh, so I'm wondering if maybe Corey Bush, maybe she's in Jefferson Jefferson City right now too. So it's very uh, possible. I there's no with the Corey with Congresswoman Bush's schedule about the uh, this abortion tour, if you will, and that's really what it is. She's talking about reproductive rights. I can't tell from their press release what times or anything like that. And that's why I reached out to their office. Um, you know, there were no, they mentioned cities, but never gave dates and never gave the towns. It's uh, probably never... that security detail protocol. Like they're not allowed. I mean, she has private security, so it's probably an added layer of security for her that you don't exactly know when she's going to be aware. But is I, but Stephanie, that's all good and well. I totally get that. But if they want the media to cover it, we have to know when it's going to be. I mean, um, and, and, and I wasn't, all I got was that she's going to speak, uh, I got the location, but I never did hear the date or time. Jim, here's what I think you should do. You should go up, you should follow that bus around, take your cell phone, find uh, Trudy uh, Bush Valentine, find Corey Bush, go up and introduce yourself as John Marsh, and tell him that you would like, <laughs> and she'll be headed out of town. Yeah. Well, as, as luck would have it, I'm one of the four mooks that has to work for a living. So I won't be able to do that. I'd love to just to see her reaction. Got to get to work, make some tax dollars. Hey, before we let you go, what are you feeling good about on a Feel Good Friday? That I live in the great state of Missouri. Amen, brother. Thank you for being a part of Wake Up Mid-Missouri. And now for nominees for the winners and losers of the week. I'm gonna. I'm picking Jim as winner of the week. Got some listeners, great text. I want to pick as winners of the week. And I'm going to pick, I think I've got four Democrats. Don't be mad. <laughs> if you were watching on our YouTube channel, which is Wake Up Mid-Missouri, you would have seen everybody freaked out in the room. <laughs> Interns, Chris Mitchell, everybody. I've got four Democrats. Wow. 
that I'm going to nominate. I know. Don't be mad, man. Uh, what do you have? I got two. I got one uh, DeSantis. I'm wearing my Mamas for DeSantis shirt. I love DeSantis, but he's had been a real class act. Uh, I think he's handled the hurricane well, um, welcomed Biden, and uh, really, uh, I think, you know, you could have done that in a way uh, that wasn't classy, and he's just been right on. Rebecca says Governor DeSantis is a winner of the week in my eyes. I mean, what a classy guy keeping his composure all that time around Joe the other day. By the way, you guys have been cracking me up today. Thank you. We appreciate you listening. And to your point, Rebecca, you're right. Here's the guy who said the words unity, unity on January the 20th, 2021. Unity. His actions did not back up what he said. Republican Governor Ron DeSantis showed action, showed unity, welcomed Biden. It was very cordial to him. And I got to say this for Biden. He did he did compliment DeSantis also because he had to. <laughs> right. But uh, you're right. Rebecca and Steph, DeSantis, winner of the week. And locally, I think, you know, we've been talking with the ag tax credits, how important ag is to Missouri. And Lincoln University in Jefferson City uh, did a ribbon cutting for a farm expansion. And they've they, for years, they've had a great farmer's market. Um, but ag is so important statewide, but it's also really important here locally. Um, so really neat uh, to see that they're expanding those programs here in mid-Missouri. It's a huge issue there. They, yeah. uh, they actually have had the USDA Secretary Vilsack, Mr. Vilsack, yeah. former governor of Iowa, has been been to Lincoln a couple times. Yeah, and he was just here just a few months ago. Yeah. Natalie, who texted earlier this week, we were talking about uh, mean things people do, specifically brothers and sisters. Natalie texted the show here, Wake Up Mid-Missouri, says, I heard you guys talking about things you did as siblings that were horrible. I was 11 years old, and my sister was five, and we got into a fight, so I pushed her down the stairs while she had a pair of roller skates on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, no, I love it. Marsh, who do you got? Winners and losers of the week? I got a couple. Oh, winner. Yeah, here's a winner. Jefferson City Council finally voting to demolish some of those buildings on East Capitol Avenue. I know it was the one that was heavily damaged by fire, but, I mean, they've got a bunch of them on their list, and there are some of them that just, you know, need to come down. Yep. On the on the plus list, Redbirds, yeah. Cardinals all set to go with their best right. three wild card tonight at Bush. And I guess our loser of the week as we go across the state on I-70 Mike Matheny getting yeah. the finger from the Royals <laughs> after his 65 and 97 season. My question to Brian is, where's Ned Yost when you need him? Yeah, interesting point. And I'm not sure, John, with with the roster they have and they do the best they can, you could have uh, Herzog managing that team. And I, I, I just don't, I don't think they would have had much more success. Remember up until prior, I mean, what, until the early 2000s. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, they were basically, they were kind of, and I hate to say it, because we love the Royals. I've right. been a lifelong Royals fan since they won that World Series. Not against the Cardinals, against yeah. the, um but they, they're kind of the, the you know, it used to be, oh, well, they're, they're just really a minor league team. Look at all these stars that we really did develop that okay. went on to other places. Uh, do you know what time the Cardinals gaze at this afternoon? 107, first pitch, pregame, pregame at noon here on the Eagle. All right. Uh, quick phone call as we continue with winners and losers of the week. David, welcome into the show. What can we do for you today? Well, good morning. How you doing? I, I hear Cuckoo Corey is coming to town tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, uh, you know, Something apparently she doesn't uh, Google much, but that you know that the legal rate of abortions in the state of Missouri is four in one thousand. So she's really struggling to find something to do. Yeah, well, she's trying to bump those numbers up. David, thank you for the phone call. I'm also going to real quickly before I uh, get into some Democrat winners of the week. I'm going to nominate uh, local mainstay Edie Vogel. 
as a winner of the week. She's doing a big event at her house tomorrow, uh, like some uh, reenactment stuff. As a matter of fact, she'll join us before we wrap up the show today. Who do you have, Howsworth? Winners, losers? I have two. I have the city of Hartsburg tomorrow and Sunday. If people haven't gone to this before, the city of Hartsburg will have thousands of people, thirty to 40,000 altogether. That would be Saturday and Sunday combined. It's a huge event, the Hartsburg Pumpkin Festival, so congratulations there. And I also nominate Grimace in Hamburger, Hamburglar. Um, they are now in toys, adult toys, at the, uh, <laughs> at happy, meal, at the happy Meal. At the Happy Meal. If you get an adult Happy Meal, you get these toys. The only thing is, <laughs> I had a lot of these action figures when I was little. They're missing Mayor McCheese and they're missing Ronald McDonald. I had all of them at one time. And but these are much smaller. But I haven't. Se- I mean, this is like from 1977 that we're talking about. I haven't seen these fi- these figures, but at least it's close to it. But I saw that yesterday while I was going down to the Pork Association. They had an, an ad, up. <laughs> which is ironic. <laughs> they had an ad up on the on the window with uh, with those characters. Uh, so. you see why we love our house with which is worth more worth more because you've shared this on the show before too. You also have some WWE wrestling oh, yeah. figurines, which is wor- worth more. I think the WWE play- oh, yeah. e- 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 action figures. Blue whatever. Blazer. Yeah, I do. I've even got, uh, I've even got uh, Mean Gene Okerlund. I've got him. Got any Ricky Steamboats in there? <laughs> I don't think so. Jake but, the Snake? Yeah, I don't have him, but I definitely have. Uh, <laughs> I have a lot. Junkyard Dog, too. Gosh. Uh, see, Chris, who's been filling in for producer Hannah, producer Hi. Hannah back on Monday. You said you had a loser of the week. I, I got one, um, and it's the Las Vegas Raiders. Obviously, I got it. I kind of have to do it because it's Raider Hater Week yeah. uh, for the Chiefs Monday Night Football. Uh, but they did do something in particular. Just it's a little bit more bulletin board material. So they had a running back back in the seventies named Clarence Davis. Anyone remember the old Sea of Hands thing? He was a big ah. star for that. Uh, they put out an obituary, it, it was either yesterday or the day before that, uh, announcing his passing. Uh, a little bit of a problem with that. Uh, he's still alive, actually, as it turns oh out. So they had to print a little bit of a retraction, like, hey, our, our guy's still alive. And so, not, not great news if you're Clarence <laughs> Davis to learn about your death in the <laughs> And he's going to start against the Chiefs Monday night. Wouldn't you know it? Yeah, I think he used some running back depth. I'm, I'm picking also his loser of the week. The Washington Post. So Trump earlier this week, Trump did what Trump does. He says, I would have beaten Lincoln and Washington in a presidential election. It's an off. It's a funny comment. Washington Post, I kid you not, ran it through their dis- disinformation uh, board, their Ministry of Truth. I, I assume they're not even trying to be like a, a parody. Here. They like went through the numbers. Well, no, Trump would not have won a pre. My God, that's the Washington Post for you. All right. I got some. Don't be mad. I got Democrats. That's crazy. Four of them? Four of them, if I remember properly. Uh, And one of them is local. First of all, I want all the Republicans that showed up last night for the GOP, annual GOP chili uh, dinner. I want to, I'm picking them as winners. And I'm also going to, and I hate to do this because it's our news partners and it seems a little cozy. But seriously, ABC 17 showed up and they did a story. And I say that because usually they don't do the political stuff. And I think that's proper. But this, uh, Hannah Falcon, as a matter of fact, I just talked to her before the event. She's done a great job covering what's happening in Jefferson City. And I applaud ABC for showing up last night, covering this event. And then they covered it in watching the news story. They said, hey, here's what Republican voters are concerned about. And they did an excellent and thorough job regarding local concerns. And that brings me to one of my Democrat winners of the week, Brianna Lennon, Boone County Clerk. 
she started this event last night. Uh, she was the first speaker, actually. And here's something I don't understand. And don't be mad, all right? Uh, a lot of Republicans. Election fraud, election fraud, election fraud. 2020 was fraudulent. Why can't Brianna Lennon get any Republican poll workers in? If we have all these Republicans concerned about voter fraud, she is still struggling. By law, they have to have X number of Republican poll workers for November the 8th, 30 plus days from now. Can't get them. If you, if you think that there was fraud in the 2020 election, I hope the first thing you'll do as soon as we wrap up our show is you'll call the Boone County Clerk's Office. I hope you'll get onto their website and I hope you will volunteer to be a poll worker if you're thinking there was election fraud here is your chance to take action and be responsible and do do something about it i'm nominating brianna because so she and she stayed for a while first speaker a lot of these politicians they get up and grin and uh, joe sucks and democrats suck and brianna not only is she in the she's front and center because we had a table right up front and she sat and she took and she's got purple hair right now does she still have the purple hair i suspect there weren't a whole lot of other purple haired people in the room but (laughs) You know, that is a great point. The other Democrat that I am nominating this week for winner of the week, uh, Tim Ryan uh, from Ohio, incumbent Democrat senator. Uh, he was asked, hey, you want Joe to come and campaign for you? He says, no. <laughs> uh, that's all. He's... That's worthy of a winner. <laughs> no. Uh, and then also Mark Kelly last night, incumbent Democrat senator from Arizona, uh, asked about oil production in the way that Biden, the guy from his own party, has been handling it. When the president, when the Biden administration refused to increase oil and gas production, I told him he was wrong. Also on TV last night, he says they are messing up the border. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. No one asked with Biden, probably said it in his aviator jacket and the aviator shades and everything, and then OPEC went and did just that. They effed with Biden before we get into the Gary Nolan show. Listen, it's words. He just said words. No, I'm all tough. Well, he wasn't. OPEC got you. Before we wrap up, get into the Gary Nolan show. I want to welcome you into Wake Up Mid-Missouri, Edie Vogel, Edie. Welcome in. Big events happening uh, at your place this weekend. What you doing? Hi, how are you this morning? Excellent. This is Edie Vogel, and I'm inviting everyone to come to 800 St. Mary's Boulevard here in Jefferson City. Today is October the 7th, and it's the 158th anniversary of Jefferson City not being attacked by the Confederate Army under Sterling Price, General Price. And I just felt like we needed to start recognizing some of our local history, even though it's 158 years later. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, so we're going to have uh, Abe Lincoln might be wandering around on the battlefield. And uh, I also have uh, some reenactors in costumes. And if you feel uh, adventurous, you can walk down to the Armory Drive overlooking Jefferson City and see the duplicate plaque of the monument uh, that was taken down a couple of years ago. It's preserved here on my property for uh, prosperity. And I just felt like it was necessary to do a little bit of a celebration to say that Jefferson City was spared 158 years ago from being attacked and possibly destroyed. And a lot of my people would have been killed and other people uh, here in Jefferson City who have their roots here. All right, Edie Vogel, and that's tomorrow. Yes. What time to what time? Yes, and are, are you are you going to feed us too, Edie? 
Yeah, uh, well, we might have some refreshments. <laughs> All right, I'm kidding. Uh, 10 to 2 tomorrow. And I love, Edie, and I love and respect what you do. And we, we talk about our history of where we live. You know, we go to these schools, we hear about American history, and oftentimes you local, local history yes. and how it, that shapes it was, us. It, it's, you know, it's it, the event occurred. We can't deny it. Yeah. And we need to we need to remember it, and that's all I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to start another civil war. Trust me. <laughs> hey, and it's here's just... the thing: we were joking about this because Trump. You know, we love Trump. He said earlier this week he's out of beating Washington and Abraham Lincoln in an election. He was kidding around. Washington Post went off the rails and actually did a fact check saying that Abe would have beaten.